Welcome to the Marvel D&T Evolution Podcast with myself, Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud. And today we are live doing another Marvel News Edition, uh, more specifically MCU, because uh, tomorrow is our Star Wars Takeover Day stream. Uh, and this weekend it's Star Wars Takeover in the group, so hopefully you're enjoying that. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm doing great. Um, been enjoying Saturday. We had lovely weather here today, so... That was nice. really nice to be outside, you know, in. So what about you? Uh, good as well. Um, it's actually cool here today. So no no more sports this weekend. The kids are out of school. So went to a local festival they're having today in our town here. And now we're back home and just hanging out and getting our stream on. It almost sounds like some disc golf weather. Yeah, it does. But we didn't get out today, but we're definitely getting out tomorrow. There you go. So, yeah. That's awesome. So let's uh, go ahead and check the group here and see who's live with us. Uh, make sure that we're good to go. Um, there's the page going. Let's check the group. And we are live on Twitter, the pa Facebook page, the Facebook sure that group. We're good to go. Um, we are also live on Twitch as well and our Twitter channel. It looks like RMC's there. So welcome today, RMC. How's it going? Um, You've got the link to RMC, so if you want to jump on with us and join the chat, you're uh, you're welcome. Join the conversation, or you, you can stay in the chat. Um, but it's fine. It'll, it'll, it'll pop up. It's fine. Sorry, my son's here behind me. He's trying to watch it uh, the stream on the iPad while he's next to me. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the news. Uh, first one: Nova Project. Um, there's a rumor. That it's in development uh, for Disney Plus for a 2024 release. It's currently bitten, uh, being written by Sabir uh, Prasada, who notably served as writer for the recently released Moon Knight series. The series is rumored to be around Richard Ryder. And from some of the stuff that I said uh, or that I read, is that uh, John C. Raleigh's character Day, um, the first name, I'm going blank. I just went blank on the first name. Um, mm. But, anyways, it's, uh, his character is rumored to be the one to kind of pass the Nova Corp's power um, to no Richard Ryder. So that's, that's what I heard awesome. today. That's awesome. I really liked his character in the uh, the Guardians movies. Yeah. So he's pretty good. Uh, no worries, RMC. He says he's, uh, I'm taking a do absolutely nothing. I'm going to put this in the stream <laughs> chat here so you can see this. I'm taking a do absolutely nothing day, looking a little rough. I'll probably stay right here. No worries. Uh, always welcome to pop on if you want to and, and join the conversation, but we completely understand. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I know Nova's going to be rumored for a while. I, I wonder if we're going to get a soft opening uh, to Nova um, in the Marvel's movie. Because mm -hmm. um, that would probably possibly gonna be a good place to have him show up or maybe some tie to Miss Marvel, maybe, or even in the Guardians movies, there's, you know, a few places between now and that that rumor 2024 release date to where he could pop up. Yeah. So is it going to be a show? Yeah, Disney Plus series. Wow. Wow. So probably like six episodes then? Yeah, probably somewhere between six and ten. That's usually the slate, uh, depending on what they're doing, because we know She-Hulk's, what, ten? Mm -hmm. The average has been six, you know, that they've mainly been six, but I think, wasn't there an eight series episode? WandaVision was eight, I, wasn't she? I think was it was ten? nine. Nine, okay. Nine. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I'm looking forward to seeing, though, is that we never saw 
the destruction of Xander. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, yeah, we get a flashback to that and how Nova or Xander's flee. He meets up with Richard Ryder, transfers the power, that kind of stuff. So we kind of close that little loose end there uh, mm -hmm. of Thanos getting the power stone since he had it before uh, Infinity War happened. I wonder if it'll be like a father to son type situation where it's like John C. Riley passing it on to his son. Yeah, it could be that too, possibly. Um, and there, oh, someone goes, yes, Thanos. Uh, that, that probably is Barb in the chat. Um, if <laughs> it is. Yes, Thanos. Yeah. It is. Yeah, she must be on the page chat. Oh, there she is. And then Roxy with us as well. So, yeah, there we are on the group chat. Uh, Roxy's with us. Welcome, Roxy. Welcome, Barb. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Thanos flashback. Um, so, see that happen. And then. I know before, too, there also was some rumors they might do a cosmic route and a street route. So the cosmic route being Richard Ryder and the street route being Sam Alexander. Mm -hmm. um, they could also, one thing they could do if they went that route possibly is do a father-son with Alexander. His, his dad's in space, the son's street level, and mm -hmm. the son could be more of Young Avengers type street level uh, while the yeah. father's in space if they went that route. Also. Um, I also really like that cartoon they did where they did uh, Nova and Spider-Man and like Luke yep. Cage and Iron Fist yeah. and White Tiger. They could kind of yep. do some kind of team like that too. Yeah, he was yep. like it was like uh, he was doing shield training. They actually have Flash in there as Agent Venom. They yeah. had um, Kazar and Zabu as well. So yeah, he had that, that little team. And I think they faced by Taskmaster once too as well. I think it was Web mm -hmm. Warriors, was it? Mm -hmm. I mean, they yeah. had Captain America even in an episode or two. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, it'd be some pretty cool stuff. But RMC says exciting stuff, though. It'll open doors for other character shows and so forth. And speaking of the Marvels and other characters, th there's a rumor going around that uh, Rogue um, is possibly slated for Captain Marvel 3. So I saw that earlier today. So it's interesting to see that there's a Captain Marvel 3 um, and that Rogue could be in the mix for a Captain Marvel 3 possibly, which... Leads me to maybe a post credit scene of Captain Marvel 2 with Rogue. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. That was some rumor I saw today. Don't know if it's true or not, but as I'm going through reading all the things I follow on social media and stuff, that was one of the the sources I usually follow that, that puts some stuff out there. So that's one to keep an eye on as well as we get closer to the Marvels. And didn't Rogue take Captain Marvel's powers for like a, a brief amount of time or yep. quite a bit of amount of time? I believe that that's how she flies. Yeah. Yeah. So. How rogue flies. So I got a visitor here today. My son X is just uh, uh, behind my left shoulder here, so he's back here if you hear him. Um, the next piece of news is there was a Deadpool animated series. There was some test footage that was on social media earlier this week. Um, it was canceled before re being released. Ryan Reynolds was voicing Deadpool. It sounded like Donald Glover uh, was writing the series. It was supposed to be an FX series. But FX went, uh, didn't go through with it uh, because of creative differences with Donald Glover or everything I could find out. So that's interesting that FX was looking at doing a another uh, series. Uh, Barb says, hey, X. <laughs> He's, he says hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, so interesting to see that they had a Deadpool animated series. The test footage looked pretty cool when I saw it on social media, but it, it didn't see the light of day. So hmm. that was interesting. But it makes sense, though, with Marvel pulling everything back into Disney+. Plus, So mm -hmm. that could be why, too, as well. That didn't happen. Uh, Roxy says hi as well. Uh, he's being shy in the background now. <laughs> oh, he's <Yeah>. out. <laughs> All right, well, I'll I mean, see you in a few. 
we wouldn't have even had uh, Deadpool to begin with it had it would have not been for somebody like leaking that footage, you know? Yeah. So and that it's good to see we're getting that. Yeah. So we wouldn't have had both movies so far. And they they seem like they picked the right person to play Deadpool as well. Oh, perfect casting, without a doubt. Like beyond it total. So the next piece of news here is I know we're kind of getting into here, but Predator and Aliens are now Marvel. So Marvel has the rights to those. So there was a trailer earlier this week of the Predator Prey movie. Uh, it's coming to Hulu on August 5th. It's a prequel movie. Um, and the synopsis is the origin story of the Predator in the world of Comanche Nation. Uh, Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Uh, Nauru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. That's right, Roxy. It's a prequel. She goes, say what? And what's <laughs> funny, too, because as this went out there, I saw people on social media like they're fighting him with bows and, you know, the predator with uh, bows and arrows and, and that kind of stuff um, and, and so forth. I'm just like, you, you did watch the third act of the very first predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He basically killed him with primitive weapons, right? He set up traps with what things from the jungle. He used, you know, an arrows as well. He used fire. So it's uh, it's not too far fetched to see the predator go up against the Comanche Comanche nation either. So. Mm -hmm. I think it's also probably like also a nice little idea to kind of see that they've kind of been messing around throughout time, like in yep. the past, like in the future, in the present. You know, what whenever that is. So. Yeah, we'll look at uh, Predator 2 with Danny Glover on the ship and they threw him the old Wild Wild West weapon. I think it was at like Wyatt, Wyatt Earp or some famous um, person from the back in those times as well, the gun he threw them. So mm -hmm. it's not far-fetched that uh, Predators ha have been there and, and throughout history for a long time. Uh, RMC saying, love that. Um, excited for it. And then Roxy's like, hell yeah, I'm excited mm -hmm. for it. Uh, so interesting to see. But yeah, and also too, don't forget, there's that whole series of the Predator versus the Avenger avengers that's coming out as well so there's a crossover which i would love to see that in a disney plus series as well mm -hmm. now all um, i can think of is that guy from ancient aliens because <laughs> <laughs> because predator and aliens being yeah. like in the past and stuff oh man um so some james gunn news um he tweeted um not all guardians are in the special and that takes place between thor 4 and guardians volume 3 so the, that's hmm. the holiday special. So, that's interesting. Interesting news there, yeah. So it's going to be in between those two things, which we get uh, Thor 4 in July, um, and we get the Guardians movie in next year. Yeah. So didn't he say that there was going to be new characters introduced in the holiday? In the holiday special, yep. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if we get Adam Warlock or some other new character in there. But yeah, that's uh, some new characters. Yeah, and RMC says required watch, they say, which, yep. yeah. So it will be canon, like, it's crucial yep. to the story. Hmm. Some more cosmic news here, and speaking of uh, Thor Love and Thunder, there was some new images that were released, um, and it gives us our first look at uh, Bastet, you know, or Bast, um, the, the, the god from Black Panther. Um, and what's interesting is we saw mighty thor sitting there in valkyrie as well um and so it's interesting that it looks like a council of the gods things maybe when gore starts attacking other gods they all get together <laughs> but that seems like a very 
prime time for Gore to attack. And just to circle back to Guardians, yeah, um, RMC, Adam thinks so, will show, uh, show up as well. And it looks like uh, we have uh, Barb talking about will it be canon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely will it be canon. <laughs> but, yeah, you were to say something about Thor? Oh, I, I was just going to say, you know that scene where Zeus is, like, standing there with his lightning bolt, lightning bolt. At, and, and he's looking around, and they have, like, all the people sitting around? They look like they're all sitting in the same style of, like, seating as oh. Mighty Thor and Valkyrie. So I actually think that, like, everybody comes together there. Like and Zeus, yeah, and Zeus yeah. is like, we need to talk about this, and that's when Gore strikes. And that's when Gore is like, like you gave me exactly what I wanted, all you gods in the yep. same place, and I'm coming for you all. And, all of you versus all of you, like Ultron. <laughs> yep, and that's going to be one of those things where you're going to have like Thor and everybody there, and Valkyrie, and you'll probably have Thor be like, buy Frost out, go back to Earth, and then that'll bring Gore eventually yeah. to Earth. Kind of, kind of like with the Hella thing back to Asgard, but opposite way. Yeah, yeah. So That'd be interesting too. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that theory there. Yeah, and and I like honestly, like it. It just kind of seems like if you look at the seating and you look at like the style of like the environment around uh, Bass, and you look around Mighty Thor and Valkyrie, it looks like Olympus. It, it yeah. actually looks like the exact style and everything. That's a so. good point. I'll go back and look at those pictures then. Now you say that, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Um, so there's a, a new rumor here. There's a Captain Carter live action product in development. Um, and the rumor doesn't state if it's a series or a movie. Um, so that's interesting. So, you know, I'm not sure how this is going to fit in, um, or where it is, but, uh, I figured we at least get more Captain Carter in what if after we saw the Guardians of the Multiverse, but, uh, interesting to see that we're possibly getting a live action project with her. And I wonder if this leads to Captain Britain. And in, in, in that crew or, mm -hmm. or how this is going to tie into things. But what, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, you know, we did just see her in the 838 universe. So, I mean, they could always just give us uh, another universe's, you know, Captain Carter. And it could be just some random universe. And that could be the movie. And it could not mean anything. Yeah, and yeah. and it could just be just like a, a regular Captain Carter movie. And then all of a sudden after like a year or two later they like swerve us in like secret wars and then pull her character in and like say oh like now captain carter's in in like a battle world like event you know and then it's important you know yeah i just wonder how what the story would be though because we've already seen her her origin and what if mm -hmm. we've already seen her tie into illuminati so would it be what would the story be, you know? It, and I it, like RMC's thought about, you know, leads to Captain Britain, MI6, etc. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out what the story would be, though, because we've already seen parts of her story between What If and, and World to Earth of Madness. I mean, they could even, like, lead into something where, like, she basically, like, they don't even touch on her origin, and they basically just do, like, a story about her, like, building, like, MI6 and stuff, yeah. and then eventually, like, developing, like, Excalibur, like, the team of mutants, like, pulling some mutants in and stuff like that and you know like they could do something like that or they could just it's kind of like an open box i feel yeah. like with 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 her character there i like between you and rmc i like that because yeah we don't need another origin story we don't know illuminati um but then rmc says in between her intro and illuminati uh will show uh why she's illuminati material which is a good one too it, it could be her point up to in 838 up to mm -hmm. Um, what happened to Multiverse of Madness. So, oh, that's good thoughts there. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, Echo News, um, Disney did confirm some news about Echo. Um, the first look was released. It's confirmed to be a 2023 release in cast list. Now, cast list did not have Charlie Clarks or Vincent D'Orfornio, um, but they also weren't official cast list for other projects they appeared in, in the MCU either. They weren't officially on No Way Home. They weren't officially in Hawkeye, but they were there. Also, her father will be returning in this series. So I wonder if we have some flashbacks um, mm-hmm. with that because her father will be in this series. Um, anyways, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, what I was saying, though, is that was pretty cool here is that um, her directors for that series are of Native American descent, uh, Navajo, and indigenous Australian descent. Uh, I'm not going to butcher this name, but it's like I'm probably going to butcher this trying to say this, but Guna Ikanari descent. Um, that's Sydney Freeland and Cateronia uh, McKenzie. Um, so that's interesting how they're doing that. The synopsis also says the origin of the story of Echo revisits Maya Lopez, whose ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. Production is officially underway. So it's very interesting that that um, you know we have that information because sounds like she's on the run. Um, and I, like I said, with, with her father returning. Uh, mm-hmm. in this series, it's definitely going to be some flashbacks there. I wonder if she's like on the run from the law or on the run from Kingpin like directly. Yeah. Maybe um, both? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, or who knows, maybe maybe they do one of those things where, well, I, I was going to say Daredevil, but I don't really picture him like trying to chase after somebody like outside of Hell's Kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, so I don't really like see him going across the country trying to chase her down. Yeah. So like if she was, so I don't know. I wonder if, if he turns and returns to New York and that's when she causes Daredevil. Yeah. And maybe yeah. like she pops up in the Daredevil content down the, the road, yep. you know? Um, so let me see. RMC says here, he says, I love that they're bringing Native Americans now. So many good characters in general, mutants included. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed there. Um, Disney Upfront was this week. Um, and so actually, Upfront, you know, had a lot of stuff between Star Wars, Disney, WB, DC, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so there, here's some announcements from that. And Roxy says, I can't wait for Daredevil. Um, yes, which did I already mention that? I, I mean, I just briefly just said... Uh, well, we haven't gotten to that yet, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. That's later on in the news. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're fine. We can talk about it now. I just got to find it. Um, where is it? Uh, okay, so we mentioned Daredevil. Let's get to that one. Daredevil Disney Plus series in the works with Matt Corman, Chris Ord set to write. Um, so it, that's you know becoming more official now past the rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like um, we are going to get a Daredevil Disney Plus series. I don't know if it's uh, connected to the Netflix series or not, but it looks like with new writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. The TVA. Oh, t- fun technical difficulties today. Yeah, Sorry you're, about you're, that. You're good. RMC just said someone called the TVA. I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay on this camera for now. I'm not going to go back to my, my, for some reason, my monitor keeps clicking off. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Um, but anyways, uh, actually, let's see if I can switch back, though. Hold on. Actually, that camera's gone now, so we're just going to stay here then. All right. Sorry about the camera change, but we're rolling with the punches today. So, uh, yeah, what I was saying is I don't know if um, Daredevil will be connected to the Netflix series, if they're changing the story. 
Um, my guess is since Daredevil is rumored to show up in She-Hulk and already show up in No Way Home, um, it's probably going to be um, some kind of new change on that story. I, I don't think it will be any continuation of, of Daredevil. Um, yeah, I need to... TV is coming to get me here. Sorry about that. I don't know what's going on with my monitor today. It keeps clicking it's, off. It, it's weird. I saw somebody talking about it today, and somebody was like trying to say that the uh, new... Or, I guess season of Daredevil was going to be a continuation, but yet not related to. So it's almost like they were trying to say it was going to be like a the same story, but a different universe almost. It could do that. Um, you know, it, it will see so far. There's really been nothing to tie the defender saga to the main MCU timeline right now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with it, you know, specifically in the defender saga and not part of any of the MCU phases. So, uh, something to keep an eye on with that. And I mean, if you do that, that's like a really neat way of saying like the story is the same, but a lot of the people, the variants aren't. So you have like different people that would, you know, like maybe somebody else plays Karen Page in the future. Yep. I know. I know. Like, foggy. Yeah, yeah. Foggy. Like, yeah. So like, um, but like Kingpin still the same, you know, like, so um, other news, Secret Invasion. Um, Samuel Jackson on his evolution in Secret Invasion. There are things that I really didn't know about Nick Fury that I just found out that the, uh, that the minds behind what happened during the blip are fantastic. That's part of what we're uncovering when we do this series now. The place uh, that Nick Fury is in, the evolution of his story or de-evolution of his story, as maybe we wind it down or maybe crank it up. It's kind of hard to tell, but giving me an opportunity to explore something other than the badassery of who Nick Fury is, I've had a good time doing that and looking forward to the people sharing that aspect of who he is and when this series does happen. So it does sound like it's during the blip. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see because he was, well, we well, we saw him get, you know, um, blipped or snapped away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see was that him actually, or was that Talos actually between mm-hmm. him and Maria Hill? Um, and, and, or is that when they did that, or is that when they started acting as those two after when the blip happened? See, I think this could be like, so you could have uh, just hear me out. I think this is a long shot theory, but where we had Nick Fury and Maria Hill, like replaced by scrolls, you could have had them return from the blip. And be like, oh, somebody's been me this entire time. Yeah. And you could have had like scrolls impersonating people during the blip that were gone, pretending to be them, living their lives, like blending in, like pretending to be yep. them. And then Nick Fury comes back and is like, oh, now I got a body double. Like, like stay with me, like work with me. And that's how he got them on board. Yep. Um, and and they could like very easily slot into something like that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing too, with that is he confirmed that he won't be wearing the eye patch, um, or leather coat, but he will have a beard. Really? Yeah. So that's interesting. Maybe he gets one of those like, uh, Thor eyes. Yeah. The hopefully not from rocket, hopefully not from rocket and the guy who hit it in his other place. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. But RMC goes very interesting to see how long he's been off world and impersonated. Yeah. Because we saw last time we saw him was he was, looks like he was in space and possibly a sword mission with uh, other scrolls. So, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of no way home when he was, or far from home when he was being, you know, impersonated by, 
uh, Talos and um, his wife. Yeah. Uh, some Ironheart news here. It's set to start filming in June uh, until October in Chicago and Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we have a Fantastic Four rumor. Uh, Fantastic Four will be the last film in Phase 4. This is a rumor. The film is set in the 1960s, reveals how they got stuck in the quantum realm. The Fantastic Four uniforms will be loose-fitting with minor tactical aspects, which goes to our theory that we had about tying them to um, Hank Pym and an accident and coming through Quantumania and so forth. And if that rumor is correct, it means we're probably going to get a closing credit scene, maybe, teasing the Fantastic Four um, before mm-hmm. we go to that movie. And the whole thing with the 60s comment by Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness you know, ties that as well. So Ant-Man will happen before January of the next year. Yeah. Yeah. So wouldn't it be funny if at the end of Ant-Man, like he like goes into the quantum realm and like pops out and then he comes out and like the fantastic four, like come out with him. Yeah. something like that. And he's like, Oh, like I didn't mean for that to happen. And they're <laughs> like, Oh, we've been trapped in there since the sixties. So or even get some kind of thing like like a ship, or we see like uh, thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be interesting. Yeah, and this is honestly a really unique way if they choose to go this route of not telling the same story again for a third time, like yep. with with those franchises. And speaking of that, the rumors are swirling again about Doctor Doom and Wakanda Forever again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but those rumors are swirling, which I hope that is true. Because I think that's the perfect way to introduce him and to kind of separate those two and have Fantastic Four face Annihilus or Blastar um, or any other of their puppet master even as their villain. Um, so, yeah, any way they do it. Oh, and that's a good point by RMC. So maybe that tiny city that we saw in the first Ant-Man, mm-hmm. maybe they created it. Maybe they created it. They, yeah. That's where they've been. So, yeah, maybe we get more backstory with um, Janet. Mm-hmm. Um, about her survival in the quantum realm, maybe mm-hmm. with the whole thing about um, with them doing Kang um, in Quantumania, that one of the Kang variants, you know, that they come across one of the Kang variants. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they could they could very well do that. Um, I just hope that if they do do this, I hope that we just saw Krasinski. I hope they cast somebody other than Krasinski, I think. Yes. Like, like to play Reed Richards. Now yes. that we've seen Reed Richards in the MCU, like, I hope that they choose somebody else. Like, Yeah, I wouldn't mind it being being Krasinski, but I hope they do choose someone else. You know, I, I have a couple of favorites out there. Like, uh, I hope they go, like, a totally different direction. Someone like John David Washington, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Crudup, um, or I posted today in my chat with Monty, um, the actor who played uh, Mohinder in Heroes. Um, as another option to to play mm-hmm. Reed, I hope they do go a totally different way with this and do something different. You know, you know, from the normal castings, normal cast types, normal villains. You know, you're in the MCU now. You're in the big leagues. Change it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they definitely do need to do something a little bit different. Um, I just think that with this movie, like the castings are crucial, and I think the story has to be different and leave doom out of this and if we see doom in you know wakanda forever um maybe he's the one that's stirring the pot between atlantis and 
Wakanda. Exactly. Like, I mean, and they could just very well, like, have, like, this massive ordeal happen this entire movie, and at the very end, like, just go to Doom's castle and him be like, my plans have been working exactly at the plan or something, yep. and that be the end of the movie, and everybody would just, like, their jaw would hit the floor. So. Another one, too, would be, instead of having them do the kind of the the space the space whole thing with with Galactus and Doom and the Surfer and all that kind of stuff. They can revisit possibly that castle in the Alps and mm-hmm. maybe have Doom kidnap. Like, because one way they could do it, they could do a play on the cartoon. I've been watching the old cartoons. That theme song just stuck in my head all the time. <laughs> and one of the episodes is it one or two episodes of of that where they had the encounter with Doctor Doom, where he actually kidnapped all of them. And he talked about his flashbacks and how he got disfigured in college and how he was in college with Reed. Um, and then he kidnapped all of them. Um, and then he, he was basically torture, going to torture Sue if the other three of them didn't go back in time, which could tie into the quantum realm and this kind of stuff. If they didn't go back in time and get uh, a, a, some, a certain casket back from um, when the, when um, Greece was facing off with um, the... Um, with Xerxes and, and, and all of them. Um, so they could do a movie like that even if they have to go with Doom, but don't do the full, you know, what they did, like the whole origin story, that kind of stuff. Have flashbacks, um, you know, do the castle thing, that kind of thing, if they have to do Doom. Uh, Z though, goes, um, maybe they helped her, you know, going to Janet in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. And then as far as Krasinski, he agrees, he will, he's the same as I am. Um, you know, he's okay with it, but that'll be him. And then he agrees with you on Doom, which... Like I said, I hope they separate the two, but they have to do a different story. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I completely agree. Um, what else is next? Um, Kevin Feige did confirm Miss Marvel will be in the Marvels, which we are we already knew that. That was pretty much, you know, obvious. Expected. But yeah, but he actually confirmed um that's gonna happen. Um and so next thing up, um they also confirmed the She Hulk will premiere uh, August seventeenth. Oh, so, and then well, they also did the trailer, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'll skip over this these news. Um, Feige also says that Loki is the most watched Marvel series on Disney Plus, and then production on season two will start in a few weeks with the whole cast returning. So Morbius, Sylvie, Loki, everyone. Mm-hmm. You can be quiet, but they can hear you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Loki's probably watched the most because everybody's probably so confused on the multiverse concept. Yep. So people are trying to watch it like maybe once, twice, three times, yep. trying to really grasp like what this all means and how like it's all kind of like interwoven and everything. So yeah, <laughs> RMC goes woohoo! So he's excited. <laughs> um, other things coming up. Um, let me see. So right now, our slate of Marvel projects for 2022, Miss um, Marvel in June, um, Thor Love and Thunder in July, She-Hulk August, I Am Group is rumored for September, mm-hmm. Where by Night is rumored for October, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Forever is November, okay. um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is December, um, and What If Season 2 is rumored to happen this year, but I don't know when. So... Pretty much, you know, starting next month, we're going to have something every month for the rest of the year. Hmm. So, I was going to say, where would What If fit in it? Yeah, I don't know. Unless they end up doing, you know, alongside She-Hulk or after She-Hulk. 
you know, because I am Groot, you know, I don't know how long that's going to be. Work by Night is a special, so they mm -hmm. could do it between Work by Night and Wakanda Forever, or they could do it, you know, after Work by Night towards the end of the year, too, as well. I was going to say, they could do Werewolf by Night as, like, a Halloween special yeah, type thing. Yeah, which is rumored, so they could do What If in between there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that's interesting to see, but we're not, we're not going to um, have any problems with content for the rest of the year. RMC <laughs> goes, yes, we're so spoiled, <laughs> and then Roxy goes... It's going to be an amazing uh, year. So, yeah, now there's a little downtime right now between now and Miss Marvel, you know, for Multiverse of Madness and Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. But uh, we're going to have um, some spoiled the rest of the year. And she's so excited for I Am Groot as well. Yeah, different type of animation. animation so I'm interested to see how they do that. So here's an interesting one. Oh, do you have any comments before I continue? No, no. Go okay. Ahead. So here's an interesting one. Um, Marvel made a deal to use Stanley's likeness for the next 20 years. Um, in the information, Marvel Studios has acquired rights to use Stanley's name, voice, likeness, signature, and movies and television projects, as well as used images, existing footage, and existing audio recordings featuring Stan. Exclusive right to use Stan's name, voice, likeness, and signature in theme parks, water parks, cruise lines, and in-park merchandise were included for Disney parks, experiences, and products as part of the deal. Now, I don't know how I feel about this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like he's a life model decoy now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess his estate, you know, allowed them to do it. Um, you know, so maybe they have some stuff they already filmed they want to put in as stuff. But I, I thought the way they stopped it with Captain Marvel, I thought that was a good way as a tribute to Stan Lee. So interesting to see how they do this. Maybe they'll use his voice Excelsior. But, you know... In the cartoons, he was in a lot of the cartoons and did some voice things. Maybe they'll, they'll tie some of that into some of the future projects, but what are your thoughts on that? I mean, he was even in the Teen Titans Go movie. Yeah. I mean, there's kind of like a, a, a little gag there, but like the thing about this is, is like I really hope that they don't put him in the movies, but I feel like it's coming. Like I feel like if, if this is a thing, I feel like he will be in the movies. Um, obviously, I kind of feel like I... I feel like they need to really focus on like maybe like putting him like statues of him in the theme parks or something. That would be cool. And like that kind of stuff, but, yeah. or like maybe making him like part of like the attractions, like, you know, this is one of the creators of these characters, you know, like, but yeah, like I don't really think that they should like for the next 20 years, like pump Marvel movies out and content and them do the Stan Lee thing where they put him in every piece of content coming out. Like, I don't know. I'm not yeah. a fan of that. Yeah. I like what you said there. And I guess we'll have to see how they do it going forward. And RMC goes, they're capitalizing on his name, but if the state and family wants it, you know, I guess he doesn't really care. So yeah, we'll see something to keep I've, an eye on. I've, I've heard like their family though, like talk about like that, they didn't feel that he was respected enough, like in the past. So like, I, I kind of like, I, I kind of see both sides of it. So like, that's where I'm kind of like, I don't know about that. So we'll yeah. try to see what happens with it, I guess. And RMC goes, as long as it's done tastefully and thoughtfully, I'll honor him also making them money. So yeah, it'll, it'll honor him. Great. So, um, so some big hero six news. Um, yes, they are Marvel. Um, according to Disney Plus app, it's this is in the app now. Uh, the upcoming spinoff of Big Hero Six Baymax will debut on Disney Plus on June 29th. So, if you are Big Hero Six fans like my son is, uh, you'll be happy to get some more content out there um, and have that Baymax show. Hmm. It's funny. I've never been a big 
fan of Big Hero Six, but when I I found out like a year ago that they were Marvel, and I was kind of blown away because Disney kind of like slipped that one underneath the radar. Yeah, and and a lot of people didn't realize that. So like Disney can kind of if they want to, they could even like bring in Baymax into you know What If for an episode. Yep. That would yeah. be hilarious. Yeah. Like. And do like an animated kind of like Pixar mix with what if episode or something. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I didn't really know the person either. I'd actually researched that to make sure that was Marvel, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Agatha House of Harkness is eyeing a twenty twenty three release date. Adds three writers, one being Peter Cameron, who co wrote some WandaVision episodes. Um and I believe he did the Halloween episodes with the 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 with, with the twins and with um um quicksilver coming back her brother pietro so um interesting and it looks like uh roxy did not know about uh big hero six either so yeah it's news for all, all of us this week <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah i got the house of harkness next year um and then you know like i said those writers and there is going to be some crossover with one division there and so we're interested to see what happens to her after multiverse of mom issue released from that spell by agatha by wanda um, is it gonna be a backstory? You know, if mm-hmm. it's a backstory, who who has she come across with over the the years, mm-hmm. uh, and what has the Darkhold shown her? And I just want to say it would be so awesome if she used the Darkhold to like curse Jack Russell's father or something like Dude. that. Yeah. Like that that would be so perfect. Like, um, or like she could have just like they could you know they could just very well like make this like her just slowly bumping into characters like blade or something just like yeah and and they they don't even have to have the characters in the show they can be just like a mention yep you know like so one time i was in a swamp and saw this ugly creature blah 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 you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know this one time i was going to meet a vampire but then he was killed by blade you know like and i mean this one demon with the flaming skull one time you know and (laughs) yeah he came out of the book and i had to put him back in the book or something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't want to read that page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I should have mentioned this earlier when we talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, but there is some runtime rumors out there. So, an Australian theater chain has said 115 minutes, but Cineworld is saying 140 minutes. So I don't know the official runtime. I'm sure we'll get it, but keep your eyes peeled on Monday during the NBA playoffs because we are getting another trailer for Love and Thunder during the NBA playoffs. Hmm. Yeah, didn't they didn't they cut a lot of time on Multiverse of Madness? About forty minutes, and yeah. most of it I heard was um, Mordo, um, the six one six Mordo getting killed, mm-hmm. um, and more uh, Sanctum stuff with Rintra was the main things. Well, I hope that they don't cut a lot of this film because I feel like with this whole thing with Gore, and we know that he's going to come after at least more than one god at some point in this movie so like I th- i'm pretty sure that that's a, a pretty like strong thing that we can say so i think that we want to see like him go at quite a few of them so i feel like we want to see those fights happen quite yeah. a bit so i really hope that they give this movie a really long runtime i agree um runtime to me is you know quantity quality type thing so if they can fit it all in a certain time frame more power to it if you need to go longer, go for it, but don't, you know, just cut things to, to save theater time. So mm-hmm. um, circling back to Agatha, RMC goes, uh, sorry, I got a call. Anyway, is Agatha's show necessary? Uh, maybe not. Will it be completely amazing? Hell yes. So 
more content for next year. I'm interested to see where that comes out next year. Um, Tony, uh, Tom Rothman, Sony chairman, confirmed that he hopes Watts, John Watts, to return to the director's chair for the fourth MCU Spider-Man movie. Now, we know Watts did back away from the Fantastic Four project. He's also doing some Star Wars stuff as well. Um, maybe he's had too much on his plate, and that's why he backed away from Fantastic Four, because maybe it's... Uh, for me, for this, you know, I can understand why he backed away from Fantastic Four and doing or doing other projects. Fantastic Four is going to be a project with a lot of eyes on it. Um, you're getting your third turn, run, you know, run at it. Everyone's expecting MCU perfection with it, and maybe there was a lot of pressure on him for that movie. Where, you know, we know what to expect with Spider-Man from him. We've already seen three of them. Um, he's going to do some Star Wars stuff. So, you know. Maybe, you know, that change, you know, is is a good thing. That way there's no pressure on him. You mm. know, you give him some time to do other stuff. Maybe he's just too much on the plate, so. Yeah, and I mean, also, there, there's also one thing that's a little bit different from side to side. With Spider-Man, you're working with Sony, too. Yep. So, you, you know, they are more in control of that creative, I guess, direction there versus you are like underneath with fantastic four more of disney and marvel with that and so i could see like m maybe that influenced his decision yeah. i, I it, like i could see maybe that did i don't know but uh regardless um he's gonna do great with the next spider-man so okay one last piece of news um before we get to uh, the She-Hulk trailer. Um, this is Multiverse of Madness. So this is, even though we're past a spoiler uh, ban in the group, this is a spoiler alert. So earmuffs if you don't want to hear this. But one thing that got pointed out to me this week, which I did not notice in my two showings, is that when Wanda is at the the um, one Mount Wondergore, you know her her basically her throne. Mm -hmm. There's a portion of the movie where she actually goes to uh, a statue or like a uh, a shrine of Wiccan and touches Wiccan's hand. So what's interesting to me, I didn't notice that until someone pointed it out to me. Um, and so what's interesting is that that means that Wiccan existed in 616 at some time. Uh -huh. Because that was a whole Scarlet Witch shrine and, and temple there. And if Wic Wiccan being there tells me that that story's not over, those boys were there at least wicked was and where does it go from here with her maybe they're gonna do that thing where they're gonna take instead of like the children being pieces of mephisto they're part of like chathon and yeah. and they kind of twist that story a little bit and they say that just like there's been previous scarlet witches there's been previous wiccans and things like that i mean they could even say like her her other son you know, um, they could even be like, oh, yeah, like there's been previous speedsters. That's why your brother was like a speedster, you know, yeah. like um, I, I also think it's kind of funny that their powers are kind of like if, if you think about it, like uh, as a speedster, your powers are kind of over space. It's kind of like what you're doing and her powers were to manipulate reality. So it's kind of like the, the stones in a way, like they kind of mimic a stone in the MCU, too. And then one thing I want to touch on is that we had a agree or disagree about this. I need to pull this up so I read this properly. So Fred Carmichael um, did uh, an agree or disagree um, about Wanda. Um, and I got to find it so I read it. So um, where is it? 
I know he had the one about Krasinski. Mm-hmm. I agree or disagree, and that's where we talked about some of the casting. Uh, but he also had one. We find it. Sorry, the moment here. I should have this pulled up, but um. So here it goes. Um, agree or disagreed, number 138 by Fred and the group. The only way to redeem Wanda back as a hero is to have her own movie. Um, so that's an interesting one to me. Now, I think um, this could all tie in together, but I think they could do a movie or a series with her. But I think the best way back for her for redemption is to t- bring her in through Midnight Suns if they go the Midnight Suns route. You know, kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And, and then they could even, you know, battle Chathon. You know, there's still stuff out there of the of the Darkhold. Um, and they could um, battle Chathon and, and get Wiccan back through that way. Like you said, pieces of, of Chathon and, and go that way. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, with her destroying what she called her throne, you know, in essence, they could very well like make that like have released him or the Darkhold being destroyed could have released him, you know, but they were across the multiverse. So I would probably say that we would probably be better to use it more on probably like the mountain itself and and say Mount Wendigore released him or whatever when she destroyed it. And it would be one of those things where like you could have her like maybe come out of this, not remember what happened, like maybe take a hit on the head somehow or something um come out of this not know and then eventually like find out that him being released is causing the midnight sun's problems like you said and then just come out of nowhere and steamroll fight chathon using his own magic and have like one of those fight fire with fire things where she puts the dagger in him and it's all said and done and she helps midnight suns do you also think too that maybe that being destroyed the temple and all that kind of stuff could have released Wiccan. Maybe Wiccan was entombed there. Maybe. I mean, what's weird though is, is like in WandaVision, if I remember his powers were like blue. And so I guess like, I know like magic is like, we've seen magic in the MCU. Like every person that uses dark magic, it's always purple. Yep. Like pretty much like always like strange uses one kind of magic. It's orange. Like one's like more of a red, like, you know, like we've seen different kinds and like, his powers were blue, so like. Oh, I thought I'd keep going. Sorry, I oh, no, I, my head. I was just gonna say it's so it's it's not red like hers, but I swear if I remember correctly, his powers were blue. I don't remember them being red. Okay, so uh, a couple things in the chat here, and I'll I'll tie I'll tie into that in a second. So RMC goes definitely an Easter egg. Roxy goes that makes sense, and then RMC goes, "Well, you got me on board with the sun's theory." <laughs> um, so if his, I don't think I can watch WandaVision to confirm this. If his powers were blue, the Book of Ashanti was blue. What mm. if that being destroyed releases Wiccan? Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he's part of the that Book of of, of, of Ashanti. Maybe Wiccan's like a Nexus being or something like that. Like the book was like yeah. you know because the book there was only one Book of Ashanti, but there was a dark hole in every universe. Mm-hmm. So. All right, let's get to the conversation of the hour here to uh, before we close things out. We did get another She-Hulk trailer, and the She-Hulk trailer had a lot to unwrap. So what were your thoughts on that trailer? So there's this one really interesting fight in that trailer where you see her fighting in a courtroom, 
So I'm guessing like we're going to see like a straight up brawl happen where she's like in the middle of having a trial and then somebody just smashes through the wall and then she just like straight up just goes into fight mode and that happens. Like, I mean, there's literally people still sitting like in the courtroom while the fight's happening. It happens for like maybe like a second or two in the trailer. Well, um, it looks like a daredevil scene where it's Matt Murdock's in there, then also disappears and comes back as daredevil or he does some kind of thing in the courtroom like he did like in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. also I think it would be really cool if using Daredevil if they put them on opposite sides where she thinks like she's doing the right thing and Daredevil's like doing that thing where he's listening to somebody's heartbeat and he knows that like they're in the wrong and they're lying and all that kind of stuff and then eventually like he gets her on his side or something like that you know um, because she's like going towards that like superhuman division of law. Yep and the show they talk about. Um, and honestly, I like, I think I like where this is going. I like that they brought in professor Hulk. I just really hope that they stick to flashbacks with him and not like really like try and make him like a heavy part of the story, more of like a training montage for her. Yeah. Like maybe he was doing it during the, the five year blip when he did have the first Hulk because the most recent time we saw him was after Shang-Chi and he was back to Banner and he still had his arm in the brace from the, the snap damage. Yeah. Um, so RMC is really excited for um, She-Hulk. So, uh, and they've also RMC and Roxy like my theory about the book of Ashanti and, and Wiccan. Um, but yeah, so interesting to see when this is, is this during the five year blip or do we have flashbacks? Is it going to be, you know, current times? Um, maybe maybe Banner going back between Smart Hulk and and uh, Banner um, healed him maybe um, so that could happen as well. Maybe he was doing some gamma um, experimentation to heal himself, and that's how we get some different forms of Hulk. Maybe Maestro, Joe Fixit, you know, other versions of him. So interesting to see. Um, but it looked like her origin is from a car accident that we saw in the trailer. So. You know, we know in the comics and the cartoons, he gave her a transfusion to help her live, and that's how become, she became She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Marvel did say that, uh, or there is news out there that Marvel did tone her down muscular-wise, which if you look at the cartoons and even some of the comics, she is more slim-figured Hulk. You know, she still has muscles, but she's more slim-figured. But there's also things like Winter Hulk and other things where she's more bulked up. So I wonder how the, you know, what she's ultimately going to look like. Because we know the CGI isn't done. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the VFX industry is backed up. There's been, you know, they're still feeling the pandemic. They're still trying to meet deadlines. Do you have VFX versus marketing deadline? So it's interesting what the final product looks like with her. And there's one thing that I want to point out too. In the comics, she pretty much like could transform, but then remained as she Hulk yep. for, for like an indefinite amount of time. I think that kind of happens in this show because like they have that scene where she's like looking out the window and she's normal and they're like, where's she Hulk? We want to see she Hulk. And then, you know, like later on, she's just like she Hulk all the time. So yep. maybe it's one of those things where it's like, maybe she'll try to accept it. Yeah, yeah, so like maybe the transformations just kind of happen randomly because she can't really control it, and then finally it just happens just, and it's it stuck. Just sucks. Yeah. yeah, so that's a good thought. So a couple of things here. Close the sh- shades, buddy. You're, it's messing up the light in here. Thank you. Um, so RMC, do you think Scar will be part of the story? Which he is rumored, um, but we have some confirmed cast from the trailer and from some news. So. 
Um, we know that Blonsky is back. Um, we saw Blonsky, um, Tim Ross, Emil Blonsky. We saw him um, in human form, um, but we also saw him in abomination form in Shang-Chi. And it looks like from Shang-Chi, when they left to go to the portal with Wong, that he went back to the cube, which is the on-land version of the raft, um, to, to be back in prison. So it looks like Blonsky will go back between abomination and human form. Um, we did see the wrecking crew, it looks like, with the crowbars, but we didn't see them in their outfits. So I wonder if it's an origin story for them and we see more of them later or that was like early on with them, like, you know, maybe first or two, second episode. And we see them throughout the series become more traditional wrecking crew like. I think it's really interesting that they show the cube, too, because yep. if I remember correctly. The cube is mostly gamma people, right? Yep. Like people like and and it's mostly like. Uh, mostly like all Hulk villains, you know, yeah. like Amma monsters and stuff like that. Leader, you know, yeah. 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 So like, it's really interesting to me because I feel like this kind of like swings the door open for there to be more Hulk villains in the future. Yep. And, and we also know this is rumored to lead to World War Hulk and maybe they all get released and get put on a planet to Battle Royale. Yeah, I mean, like they could even do something where they all like, I think it would be really cool and completely kind of like random but if they just let a bunch of hulk villains get out of the cube and go after bruce banner and then him lose it and lose control and yes. and just like just hammer them you know yeah but, and that's what happens there that would be like and it could be like a little like sinister six but for the hulk of just like a little group of villains or something like that that goes after him you know a couple other things too we know wong will be in she hulk um so wong will be in the story as well um, also know some of the colors, like they kept showing some red colors in here. And I don't know if that's going to read to red Hulk mm -hmm. or red she Hulk because she Hulk does have a red, a red form as well. Mm -hmm. Um, we know, um, that we're not going to have, um, a secretary Ross, uh, because of the, the passing away. Um, but, um, they could do still do red Hulk without showing the transformation, do like an off screen transformation. They did. We also saw, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying they did it with Hulk. Why not? Do yeah. It with yeah, because they actually well, yeah, and Smart Hulk too. They cut they cut the footage out of uh, in game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I meant. My yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, RMC goes. Um, that's what we need. World Hulk and a bunch of uh, villains need to see leader for sure as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. um, also, too, WWE wrestler David Otonga is in the trailer. Um, he's a pretty buff, muscular guy. And there's there's been some rumors about Luke Cage and um, Jessica Jones possibly popping up. We know that Kristen Ritter is rumored to return Jessica Jones. It did sound like uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist were going to be recast. Could he be a hint at the new Luke Cage in the MCU? Oh, maybe she's representing him in court. Maybe. And um, that would be, and maybe Daredevil sitting on the other side, and that's yeah. how they all three meet. That would be a really interesting. Because She-Hulk has history with him in the comics. Heroes for Hire, there's history there. Mm -hmm. um, there's some crossover. They even were a thing off and on before him and Jessica Jones had a baby, I believe, mm -hmm. in the comics. I remember correctly. At first, when I watched the trailer, I thought she was the guy that, that he was the guy that she was carrying. But no, he's he's one of the guys that in the dating montage. And so I wonder if that was a subtle hint at. At that, we also know too is that um, Jennifer Walters, aka She Hulk, um, will be leading the Superhuman Law Division, and it's the same law firm from the comics as well. Um, last two things from this before we close things out is that uh, there are QR codes 
um, on Blonsky's uniform in the cell. There's a QR code. It's not working yet, um, but it does seem like they are continuing um, the, the, the same tradition that Moon Knight had where each episode had a QR code to a comic. Um, and then the one thing that you posted to the group as well, uh, what did we notice in the trailer there? Oh, the Stark Industries logo. Yeah. And it's so funny, like how I caught that was so <laughs> I was watching the trailer and I watched the trailer a few times because I was looking at the CGI and I just like happened to notice like the name spin on the blades. And so, yeah, I was how I caught that. Yeah. So it's interesting that that uh, that banner slash Hulk still has access to Stark tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also saw Tatiana as well or Titania as well, who's being played by uh, Jamil. um I can't remember her last name. Um, Jam- Jamala Jamil, is that her name? I the think actress? so. I think so. Yeah, and we saw a shot of her pretty quickly uh, in the trailer too. And it looks like she's going to be the villain, but she has Doom ties as well and Doom bot ties, if I remember correctly, in the comics. So eventually to see who the main villain is, you know, what's the story for this? It's 10 episodes, I think about 30 minutes long. Um, we, we do expect the fourth wall to be broken as well in this series. <clears throat> Um, and so, yeah, interesting to see, you know, and the rumor is this does lead to War Will Hulk as well. So interesting things there. <laughs> Excuse me. So fourth wall break, I'll just say real quick. I think that scene where she's looking at her phone, I think that's a fourth wall break in the trailer. Where she looks to the left. Yeah. She, she breaks the fourth wall there. Yeah, I would expect to, to probably see it every episode of her breaking the fourth wall or maybe not like a lot of the times, but just certain certain points in the story, maybe because what if this whole series is her telling a story of her journey as mm-hmm. well? And she pops in and says, Hey, to catch things up guys, here we are, blah, blah, blah. Or All right. Fast forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or when episode starts, you know, episode two comes in, she goes, okay guys, episode one, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And at Roxy, uh, CGI. So let's talk about that. So yes, it does not look good. And everything I read that is it's unfinished. Uh, CGI. Um, this is marketing dates versus VFX industry backup, um, and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's industry wide thing. So we do expect better CGI from when the show drops, um, because like I said, it's impacting the whole industry and it's still backed up from COVID. Um, and that's why, like with Moon Knight, for example, they used um, I think an Egyptian VFX company. Um, and they, I think they out, they must possibly outsource that. So interesting um, to see how, how things how things look once we see an, either another trailer um, or see the finished product um, in August. Mm-hmm. RMC goes and then Secret Wars and Wastelanders. Yes, <laughs> they should they should totally just throw us an old man Logan from the multiverse yes. beside like a, a new like. Logan in the MCU, and we'll just have two. Like, there you go. You know, that would be awesome. And on that, I think we're at the hour, so we're going to close things up. Uh, sorry about the glitches today; those are on my end. Uh, the the TVA is after me, and uh, I got stuck in a time loop there. Um, but make sure you join us tomorrow for the regular time. Um, Andy will be back. We will have some special guests on, and we will have our Star Wars takeover stream tomorrow. So make sure you join us. Uh, We'll see you again in less than 24 hours. Uh, Have a good night. Anything else to say, Alex, before we head out? No, thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for joining us on Saturday again. We'll talk to you next time.